Staying in Contact. I'm London Mitchell. These programs feature discussions with representatives of organizations that work to improve the quality of life here in Northwest Ohio. My guest for this installment is Robert Monami, the Executive Director of the Safety Council of Northwest Ohio. Just recently, I had the honor of being a Master of Ceremonies for the Safety Council's 53rd Hero Awards Banquet. As I read the narrations to accompany the awards, it became obvious to me that no one becomes a hero. No one jumps into action because they're seeking some kind of special recognition. That's right. That's right. Uh, you know, over, over the years uh, of doing this, this is my 23rd year here at the Safety Council. There's been so many incredible stories of life-saving acts of folks around Northwest Ohio here. And you're right. I mean, uh, the folks that come through, they're, they're, they're modest or humble or say, hey, I didn't seek to be recognized for this or get notoriety for this. Uh, it was somebody that was in need, uh, and I just happened to be in the right place at the right time, and I jumped in, and I was able to help somebody. And, uh, you know, one of the scenarios, London, uh, that um, it, was, it was one of the ones that you were reading that I thought was really good, and it was a gentleman uh, that was a CPR save. He saved his boss. And I don't remember exactly that scenario or not, but the, the boss was in the, it was a, a company, um, uh, like a celebration uh, type of thing, a thank you for employees. And uh, so the boss was in the food line and he was uh, giving food to the employees and the employee walked in and the boss had cardiac arrest. And uh, there was, he, he said, folks that were, you know, some were, some were screaming, some folks were crying, but nobody was there doing anything. And he jumped into action and he did CPR on his boss. He'd never been trained in it. He watched a video one time with a girlfriend, he said, uh, who was taking some, some classes where she needed it, but that was all he ever had. And ultimately in the end, he says, you know, it wasn't textbook. It, it may not have been right. It may not have been correct. It may not have been what they taught. But in the end, it worked. It saved a life. He was jumped in. He did something. Uh, and, and that was the key right there. He just in, not being afraid or, uh, you know, unwilling or anything like that. He just jumped in and said, this person needs help. This person's not going to make it. I have to do this. And one of the quotes that I read uh, from one of the award recipients, uh, went something like this. Don't just stand there and watch, do something. Right. Right. And you know, some of the folks that I talk to, they, they say, you know, Oh, I did what anybody else would do, but that's really not the case. I mean, a, a lot of folks are afraid to step in, uh, to a situation uh, where somebody is in need, uh, you know, they're afraid they're going to get hurt or other fears that they may have. And, uh, you know, over the years, I've just had folks say, yeah, everybody was just standing around uh, and didn't know what to do. And uh, so when they say I did what everybody else would do, that's probably not right. In the years that you have been executive director of the uh, safety council, how have you learned to define a hero? Well, for our purposes here, for the, the safety council, we have a criteria 
in, in this awards banquet that uh, uh, UM seed for, uh, along with Lynn Casey, and we thank you so much for, uh, for doing this for us. Um, there's criteria, there's three categories of awards, the, what we call the Good Samaritan Award. So that would be like a CPR save, let's say somebody has cardiac or a CPR save. So somebody stepped up, they saved somebody else's life. They probably didn't put their own life in danger or their safety at risk by doing it, but they saved somebody's life. The second category is what they call certificate of appreciation. That's usually reserved for law enforcement, fire personnel, uh, EMS folks, folks that are put into a position that is what we count over and above the, the normal line of duty. Uh, some type of a special situation that they were put in where it saves somebody's life. And then that final category is what we call the award of heroism or hero award. And that is an award in which somebody actually risks their lives to save that other person. And then we have a, a committee. We get nominations that come in here throughout the year um, from all different places. Uh, we get from uh, police, fire, uh, cities, townships, uh, municipalities, general public. They'll, they'll send us all these, these nominations. And we have a committee of professionals. We have police and fire professionals, have elected official that sits on the committee. And they'll go over all of these nominations. And then they'll determine, first thing is, does it meet our criteria for an award? And second is, what category does it fall into? So after that, uh, then we make that determination, uh, you know, if it's going to be an award or not. And then, then we start the work. We start uh, contacting the folks and making them aware they've been nominated and that uh, uh, they're going to be recognized at the Hero Awards Banquet. They, they're just everyday people who responded uh, when the need arose. That, that's correct. Uh, uh, like I said before, just somebody was in the right place at the right time. Uh, they just happened or they were going to work or they were at work or they were going to the supermarket or something. And, and just there was something going on. They just happened to be there and uh, they didn't plan for it. And like you said, the humble part of it, a lot of times when we contact these folks to make them aware that they're being recognized, they're almost shy about even saying anything or even talking about it. Oh, you know, that's, you know, I, I don't need to be recognized for that. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, in, in the end, like you said, the folks that get up there uh, that we recognize on that evening are, are very modest folks. Tell us a little bit about the uh, safety council for people who, who don't know about it. Well, the safety council is a nonprofit organization. We're a 501c3. We've been in Northwest Ohio since 1960. Uh, right now we're located just off of Wales Road out by Owens Community College. The Safety Council is a safety resource, uh, is what I say. Uh, we do a lot of industrial like compliance type of training out of here for businesses, for employees. Uh, we do first aid and CPR training. Uh, we do remedial driver training out of here as well. And then we do things like the Hero Awards Banquet out of here. Uh, we're also a resource. Some of the things that we've done here in the just within the past couple of years, we're also a resource now for things like Narcan, uh, where people can come here to the Safety Council. They can get Narcan. We partnered with the 
uh, Lucas County Health Department to get a supply of that. So if somebody has, uh, uh, say, a loved one or something with addiction or something, they need to have that in their in their home or, or nearby, uh, they can get that here at the Safety Council. Uh, we have COVID test kits here as well that we got from the uh, that we partner with the health department uh, to get those and have those available here as well. And uh, those are, of course, the, the Narcan and the COVID, that's all free of charge. So people can come in here and pick those types of things up. We also do uh, remedial driving programs. Uh, we do juvenile and adult remedial driving programs here. So if somebody uh, uh, has a license suspension, uh, part of the reinstatement process is to uh, take a class. It's an eight hour, if you turn as an adult, adult is an eight hour class. Um, and then there's a juvenile one as well, uh, for license suspensions, different kind of category for that. And then we work with a lot of the courts as well, uh, where the courts judges, uh, whether it's juvenile court or, um, uh, for adults, they will send folks here to the safety council. They've, they've known us for years and they will send folks here and they'll, send them through the driving programs and then uh, they go back to see the judge a lot of times and in lieu of applying points uh, that will satisfy that for the judge. Talk to me about uh, suggestions for Joe average person on how to prepare if that emergency situation arises. Well, the, you know, the, fo the folks that are, they're saying CPR, you know, get the CPR training. You had those scenarios <laughs> where they're at the hero back, right? Uh, they know all too well why you need to have that training. Uh, I will go back, Chris, to that one we just talked about. The person had no training, though, but a little bit maybe watch the video. Uh, but it is so, so very important to know this. We do a lot of first aid CPR type of training here out of the Safety Council. Uh, hundreds and hundreds of people every year. Uh, businesses will send folks here. We get citizens uh, individually that will come here to, to take the class. Uh, I, I do instruction on it. We have a, uh, another young lady here that, that does instruction on it, does most of the instruction on it as well. And I know personally when I do a class uh, for the folks, and I'll start out with telling them that I hope this is nothing but six hours of wasting your time. In other words, I hope you never have to use this. Uh, but but you never know. You never know. You could walk out the door. It could happen in the class for all we know. And uh, hopefully you never have to be put into that position where somebody needs you. They're unable to help themselves and somebody needs you and you're going to have to perform something like that. Hopefully it never happens. But if it does, at least you're prepared as much as you can be prepared in a classroom setting. Where would someone go for more information about the Safety Council of Northwest Ohio? Probably the easiest way is the website, which is www.scnwo.org, scnwo.org. Uh, that is the easiest uh, way to do that. Uh, and uh, if somebody would love to make a uh, contribution uh, to the Safety Council. We would always accept that. Uh, we have uh, uh, things where you can sponsor a hero for the Hero Awards Banquet. Uh, we have a golf benefit where the, the monies that we gather go back into the, to the community for uh, youth types of programs. Uh, we're right now looking at partnering with some of our uh, areas uh, with the Safety Cities, uh, Safety City um, um, 
events that take place with the different uh, uh, communities that are out there, usually smaller children, you know, street crossing and bicycle riding and things like that out on the streets. Uh, so we're looking for the uh, partner with those types of communities for that, those monies that are gathered for our benefit to be able to go back into the community for those uh, youth types of programs. So you can contribute uh, uh, sponsorships, the uh, whole sponsorships, things like that at the golf benefit uh, for that money to go back into uh, into our children here in uh, Northwest Ohio. My guest is Bob Mominy, Executive Director of the Safety Council of Northwest Ohio. And I would assume that you are now open for nominations for next year's Hero Awards Banquet. How can someone make a nomination? They can do it through the website. You can call us here at the Safety Council. Yes, if there's anybody out there that's listening that knows of somebody uh, that they felt did something that was heroic, where they, they uh, may have saved the life of their fellow man, please let us know. Actually, that very last scenario, it's a good, I'm glad you brought that up, one. And that very last scenario that we had uh, for the Hero Awards Banquet was a young man and a young lady over in Oregon uh, you remember they, they got the, the uh, uh, disabled uh, lady out of the burning home. The fire was dropping down on them. When we had our hero nomination, we didn't even have that one. It was a phone call from a, a lady that called in and said, my daughter did something heroic. And uh, that kind of came in late in the, the process here. Uh, and we didn't know anything about it. And then when we Found out there was very little on the news or anything about the, the, uh, these folks. Actually, there was nothing about the folks. It was all just about the, the house fire. And uh, so we did a little bit of digging and found out that this, this young man and this young woman went into this burning home, got this disabled lady out of a wheelchair, had to drag her through fire and dense smoke out to safety. And then once they got her outside the house, there was oxygen tanks in the house that blew up that were right there where those folks were just seconds before we didn't know that somebody called that in to let us know so yes if you know somebody out there please let us know and the website address again for the safety council of northwest ohio is scnwo.org i'm london mitchell inviting you to join us again at the same time next week when we will again be staying in contact